Well, there's no problem. If you had a gun, shoot him in the head. Welcome to Shoot Me Straight. This is Dave Fields, Eddie Gallagher. Today we have the honor, absolute honor. I feel privileged today to be able to do this podcast. We have our buddy John with us. He is 97 years old, and he is one of the few World War II veterans um, still alive and able to share his story with us. Um, How are you doing, John? Doing good. Thank you. Yeah. So, you told me earlier, you were born in 1926. 26. Where were you born? I was born in Paris, France. Nice. Wow. When did you join uh, Join the war? When did you join the... Well, in 1939, I was 13. In 16, I mean... Uh, when I became 16, the German want me to get a physical. They want to look at me, and they asked me to drop my pants <laughs> so they can look if I was circumcised. So I was not circumcised. So that saved my life because only Jews get circumcised in World War II. <laughs> So if you were circumcised, they would have sent you off they, to the camp, right? They put me in a concentration camp. Yep. I probably get get killed there. So, but pretty much, your penis saved your life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by the skin of your penis. Yeah. So what happened? What uh? So since you weren't circumcised, then you got to join. Well, in. Uh, they want to send me in a f- work in a factory in Germany mm-hmm. where they're getting bombed every day. And uh, they put me in a train. When the train, it was a cattle train, straw on the ground. So when they put me in a train, when the train slowed down, I jumped the train. When I jumped the train, they were shooting at me. I could hear the bullet whistle by my ear, and I got lucky. I didn't get killed. Hmm. I ran in the wood till I got to a farm, and uh, the farmer, they hide me. Hmm. Then later on, I went back to Paris and joined the French on the ground. So when I joined the French on the ground, I was the youngest man there. So they put me in a cave, gave me a Remington uh, British submachine gun mm-hmm. and two grenades. They say if any German come here, just shoot them or throw those grenades at them. So I was lucky they never came. So I stayed there for a few weeks. The only food I had was a big Swiss cheese, one of those big round things of Swiss cheese. Every day I take a piece of Swiss cheese and eat it. 
I had switches for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I had switches in water. Wow. That must have stopped you up. do you still eat swiss cheese to this day from that pardon me do you like swiss cheese to this day a little bit not too much (laughs) (laughs) my my favorite cheese is all the fun it's called camembert i like that better than brie it's more better flavor i was lucky i found i did Publix. You found some at Publix? <laughs> well, I, t- I told the manager in Publix, I like Brie, but I prefer Camembert. <laughs> Next week I go there, and they had the Camembert. Oh, nice. Wow. I love Camembert. Publix, that's some good customer service. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Camembert has got a better flavor. That's awesome. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not much of a cheese expert. You like that. cheese? No, 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 not really. I don't eat too much cheese. So, what's your favorite food? Burritos, steak. <laughs> well, I, like, I, like, I like that too. <laughs> steak and bacon. Yeah, yeah. So, so from from being in down there, and you said a cave, and you had the. Submachine gun and the two grenades and eating yeah. Swiss cheese and, and drinking water for weeks. Yeah. Where'd you go from there? Pardon me? Where did you go from there? Well, when the third, U- when the third U.S. Army General Patton came in Paris, he heard about my group of uh, French underground, and he said, I want this guy in my army. So he sent us in a forest of Fontainebleau where I trained for three weeks with a special force. Wow. They we were issued American uniform and they put us in the George Patton to the US Army. Wow. And I was, I entered Germany with the first troop I was in the Battle of Bastogne. And uh, after the war was over, I stayed in Germany till uh, the end of 45 in the Occupation Army. Then in 45, I got discharged. And uh, they asked me to re-enlist to go to Korea, but I turned it down. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you're like, I, I had my fair share. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to go to Korea. So after that, uh, I become, my, my father was living in Paris, and he was a hairstylist and a barber. He teach me how to do that. So I was a barber in the Pentagon. Wow. And uh, they asked me to do some, uh, uh, what do you call it? I'm trying to think of the name. I, wa- I was, I, I 
I can't think of the name. I was in the, uh, not the Secret Service, but the, uh, what was the other one? Other than Secret Service in Washington? Yeah. Well, Eddie, you may know more than I would. Well, this is in Paris, right? Is this in Paris or is this in the U.S.? It was in Paris. Yeah. Paris. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. Like the Secret Service version. Yeah. Got you. And you you went from, you were a hairstylist there? I I was. And then they uh, asked me to to do some... uh, to look at people, black, what do you call this? Like undercover? Yeah, I was undercover, and they didn't know. So you would do people's hair, and you'd be under, you'd be secretly undercover for, like, the French Secret Service. Yeah. And you'd be asking them questions, and... Yeah. Yeah. I find out people look for people who... Still secret, and uh, spies. I did, I did find a navy captain who was what he was doing. He he take secret paper, and he he was uh, he, he he didn't hide them, so I had to report him. So he was yeah he was uh, stealing classified documents and hiding yeah. them. Oh, wow. Got caught. And you busted him by doing his hair. Huh? You busted him by... Well, I think uh, they didn't put him in jail or anything like that, but they they uh, took... I think they, they took his rank and they... they uh, he had... Uh, it was that. Did did he figure out that it was you that? I don't know if he did or not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want him come back in for another haircut. <laughs> uh, wow, interesting. So from there, how long did you do that, John? Well, I did that till uh, I think nineteen ninety one. 91? Wow. Yeah. You did that for a long time. Yeah. Then I got out. That's when they asked me to go to Korea and I turned that down. Then I came back and lived in Maryland. Oh, so uh, you, you moved from uh, France to back to the States? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I married on them. Irish American woman, and when uh, mm. I uh, I became a citizen in 1945 on St. Patrick Day, mm. and my wife was an Irish American, and she said, "My husband just became an Irish American." <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, was. Naturalized in March 17, 1955. That's awesome. So that you just had uh, a little anniversary 
<laughs> recently then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I lost my wife. She died lung cancer because she smoked. See, I never smoked. I never took drugs. That's why I'm still here. Oh. Have a clean life. Live yeah. longer. <laughs> mm. That's wild. Yeah, I got saved by not smoking, not drinking, and not being sick of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> How was, uh, so I'm going to rewind back a little bit, um, the Battle of Bastogne. How how long was that? How long were you there? I was there the whole time, but uh, I forgot how long it took. Yeah. But I entered Germany with George Patton, Third uh, U.S. Army. Yeah, I know that. I mean, I've seen you know we've I've read up on the Battle of Bastogne and obviously watched uh, you know Bander Brothers. Um, yeah. They I think they depicted or I thought they depicted it pretty well. How how miserable it was and just how cold. Oh, it was cold. Yeah. When we were in the in the snow, we had to cover ourselves with white sheet, so the German air force could look down and don't see us. Yeah. And one thing that they didn't want you to do is smoke cigarette at night, because they figured the German would see those cigarette. And they would throw bombs at you. Yeah, they'd launch artillery. Yeah. So, uh, fortunately, uh, we cover ourselves with white sheet. I had to sleep in the snow. And obviously, yeah, the smoking was no issue for you. You don't smoke <laughs> in the snow, yeah. and, you, and you sleep in the snow. Boy, that was cold. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I... I used to put my knee close to my chin and sleep in the snow like this. You guys were a different breed back then, for mm -hmm. sure. You guys set the standard for the rest of us. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that you, you had told me previously that that um, they had uh, black people that had joined. Oh, yeah. They had black people, and when we got in Paris, this black guy was sitting on front of a white woman, and he told that woman, I got a shot to turn black so I can fight in the dark. <laughs> 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 so he made that woman believe he was really a white man. <laughs> <laughs> but they did they have you said that they would um some of the best men that you you had met as far as character or some of the, like courageous guys were these uh were they had black men that would drive the the, trucks. the black men were all on the they used to drive the truck to bring the supply mm -hmm. and uh, in those trucks they were this Jerry can 20 gallon of gasoline. Mm -hmm. And when a German came and bomb, they didn't bomb the soldier. They bomb the uh, supply. They figure if they cut the supply. Yeah. So it was more dangerous to be in a supply than it was 
on the ground troop behind the tank. Yeah, because they were targeting the, the people driving yeah. all the supply. Yeah, if you cut the supply, then the army can do nothing. Yep. Yeah, that became an issue yeah. with all the for the ammo and water and gas. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very lucky. Then uh, I guess you saw those pictures of me in the Pentagon where the chief of naval operation would take a picture with me. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, and I saw the pictures of you in in 1945. You had great hair. I see. Yeah, I told you I had wavy hair. Mm-hmm. When I, by the time I was thirty, they wave goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> now, that were you a ladies' man back then? Pardon me. Were you a ladies' man back then? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did how did you uh end up meeting your wife? I think I was in uh where did I meet her? I think I was in a gym. I met her there. And like then I proposed to her, and she wanted me to go to the Catholic Church and see the priest. They want to find out if I had a wife in France. <laughs> so they, they, they found out I was okay, and they married me. Yeah, I think that's pretty uh, standard for Catholics. If they marry outside the Catholic religion, they have to bring whoever they're marrying to talk to the priest. And a lot of them, I think, try and they make people convert over to Catholicism before they, yeah. they end up marrying them. But they were more worried if I had a wife in yeah. France. <laughs> they didn't want me to get married and have another wife. But uh, like I say, uh, they... Uh, my wife had a name to was a nun, and the nun say, I want him to go to Catholic Church and that they investigate if I had a wife in France. Jeez, they, they really had your number, huh? They... <laughs> mm-hmm. How long were you married? I was married for uh, almost 50 years. Wow. And... Uh, my wife had a long cancer because she smoked. Oh, really? She smoked when she was young. She didn't smoke later on, but it was too late. Smoking will kill you. Oh, yeah. That's the truth. 50 years. What's the secret to having a 50-year marriage? That's a good question. Uh, 50 million. Well, uh, you just got to be honest and don't chase that a woman, I guess. 
Best answer. Like, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Best answer. Uh, oh. And you have four kids. Four sons. Four sons. They all born in Washington, D.C. My older son was a Marine in Vietnam. He was a... a I forget what... What's the name of the war in Vietnam? The, he was in the Vietnam yeah, War. Yeah, in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah he was. He, he's, uh, he's my biggest son... Oldest and biggest. He's six four and weight two nine two seventy. Dang. Ooh. I got three son over six foot. Wow. That's good genetics right there. Well <laughs> somebody <laughs> say, How come you such a you have so many children so big? I say I'm a good stud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it has all that Swiss cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And then you have 13 grandkids, is that right? I got 12 grandchildren and 13 great-grandchildren. Wow. And like I told you, one of my grandsons is a Capitol Police. You know, really a good kid. Yeah. Are are uh, most of your sons in the, in the service in some form or fashion? No, not all of them. Yeah. No, my my son Jeff was not in the military. Jerry, either. No, the only one who was in the military was Baudos. Okay. That he yeah so he was in the Marine Corps served in Vietnam yeah did he uh, do a full twenty years or no no, no? he did the full okay till the Vietnam War ended then they asked him to stay but he, he chose not to stay smart man mm. <laughs> yeah. wow I've I have lots of questions other than just your past too but like anything so. Just along the timeline of your past, you, you had after doing undercover hair, uh, being a barber yeah. for for so many years. Yeah, is did you move right back to, or you moved to the states right after that, or no? I stayed in the state. This when uh, I got married was that American woman. That's when you moved. Irish American. Yeah. I got I got a grandson who look almost like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Capital Police. Yeah. They're all good. I'm very lucky. I got a good family. Yeah. And you're really close with your son still, right? I'm very close. Yeah. Yeah, they all check on me. Yeah. Always ask me if I need something. And... Uh, they're all very good, good children. And your oldest is? Seven. 73. Wow. Incredible. Dang. Incredible. Yeah, I got my biggest joke is uh, I'm a young man. I got old children. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But what's the trick of living to 97 years old? 
What's what's the wisdom there? Don't smoke. Don't take drug. Get eight to nine hours sleep a night and go to the gym three times a week. Boom. Mm. That's uh But sleeping is one thing I'm so good at it. I can sleep at nine hours. Yeah. I told uh, when I was, they put me on guard duty in a in a general uh, uh, office, and they gave me a chair. Sit down was my M one, and uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> the sergeant came, and he said, "Where is your rifle?" He took my rifle from my hand. And uh, and I say, and he he gave it back to me. He say, all the drafo don't do that again, <laughs> or I report you. But he didn't report me. Thank goodness. Yeah. Hey, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. That's a- after. Uh, so after you got out. Um, of the military, so you you know you said you've always been able to have eight to nine hours of sleep, sleep oh, well, yeah. you're healthy. Did you have any um, after leaving the service and after being in World War Two and everything? Did you have any um, issues when you got out that you had to deal with, or no, not no? at all. I yeah, but all these people have issue. I never have issue. No, never. Nice. How come you think? How come you didn't have, how come you think you didn't have any and everyone else did? Just your mindset? I don't know. I just, uh, I can't understand these uh, young men who come out of the military, they all have issue. I don't know. I never had any. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have a type of, you have a mind, like, even now, I just, Knowing you for a little bit, I mean, I can tell you have such a, like, you don't stress about much, like, you have such an easygoing personality, and you're not, uh, you make great jokes, like, you're always having fun. Do you think that's a big part of of longevity? Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta have a sense of humor. You don't want, you don't want to. have a a bad attitude, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, sleeping. Don't over. Don't smoke. Drink in moderation. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, keep a good uh, workout routine, right? Oh yeah. Every day. No, three times a week. Three times a week. Every. I was told by a trainer. Never to use, to work out the same muscle every day. You got to give your muscle a day's rest. So I'll go every other day. Don't over, don't over. Don't overdo it? No. Yeah. You end up causing more damage. Have you have you always had that three-a-day three, three a day workout, um, even when three you were younger? Week. Or th- yeah. three days a week? Yeah. Yeah, like... And uh, one thing I do, 
I do a whole, you know, chest, bicep, tricep, shoulder, and I do the uh, the plank for 70 seconds. I stay on the plank, but my butt is down. Yeah. And I stay like that for 70 seconds. Then I do some squat. Dave, I don't think you can do 70 seconds. No, I don't think I can either. I think he's smoking. <laughs> I can. Mm. Well, if you don't stop, you can do it. Then I do squat. When I'm finished all that, then I take a hot shower, and uh, I'm good. Yeah. Dude, 97, still getting after it. I love it. it you is, know what? You're a beast. You know what he hasn't even mentioned yet is – he was a judo. He competed in judo. For really? Years. Yeah. Yeah. Will oh, you well. throw Eddie around real quick and show us some yeah. some of those moves? <laughs> Do a hip toss. Yeah, I was in a, a French judo club, and there was a Japanese guy there. His name was Sesu Ayakawa, and he's the one who used to train. The people in Paris on judo, and he told me, "When a bear man is bigger and stronger than you, push you. Don't try to push him back. Let him come to you. When he's off balance, you pull on his shoulder, you sweep his leg, his leg, and he fly in the air." <laughs> <laughs> how long? How long did you do judo for? I did judo for. About four years. Four years? Yeah. Nice. And that was in, uh, you. so you started that in Paris or in yeah, the States? In Paris. Okay. Did you pick up any of that when you uh, moved to the States or find oh, yeah. a place? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't do judo, no. <laughs> I used to. The first thing they teach you is how to fall. And they say, you never fall, you arm out. Yeah. You go like this, and you roll back on your feet. I used to, uh, uh, I used to throw me on a cement floor, and I would roll back and get on my feet wow. on a cement floor. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a proper technique to falling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you roll, you yep. know. You don't put your arm out like that. Yeah, you tuck in a little yeah. bit, keep your arms in. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Wow, what what so at ninety seven what's it what's it like thinking back over your entire life? Like I mean, you've lived you were born in the twenties, the roaring twenties. To me that's just history books. Yeah. What's What's it like thinking back? I mean, you've lived such such a long life. Does it seem? Does it almost uh, like how? When you think back of the twenties, the thirties, the forties, the fifties, the sixties, like you've seen so much. You've almost a hundred years worth yeah. of of. Yeah, of well, life. I. Uh, my doctor told me you go live to be one hundred. You say you go live. I told you that you go live to be one hundred if you don't get shot by Judas' husband. 
yeah, I mean that's that is insane that you you've you've lived that long. You've gone through so many just decades and seeing how the world and the country has changed oh, yeah. um, up to now and how everything has evolved or you can even say devolved in some some ways. I mean what what uh what are your thoughts on what's going on right now in the country and well I'm not too happy what's going on now. Yeah. Well I don't know if I should tell you that. You can, no, you can you tell, can tell yeah. us. Shoot us straight. I, speak up. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't like our president. Yeah, I don't think many people do. <laughs> yeah, we need a new president. Hmm. Will Will you do it? Will you be president? Think, yeah, for you us? should run. Help me. You got You got my vote. No, I st- I'm too old. Oh, what is it? It's a four year term. I think you do yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, we need a new president, and. Uh, we got to watch the Chinese and the, and, the, and the Russian. Yeah. We, I think they love to throw a, a nuclear bomb on us. Hmm. Yeah, let's hope not. But, you know, with the, uh, this administration, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. But, uh, we, we look weak. I hope the new... The next election, I hope we get a new president. We need a, a younger blood in there. Yeah. We don't want old people to be president. Yeah, I think that's that's a big issue, is the yeah, the age of some, well, yeah. especially with the president we have now. Oh, um, yeah, he's, he's too old and, and he's not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely not all there. You need to get him on your program. Yeah. It, what do you think about like just all the stuff that's come up today? That I mean, do you see? I mean, thinking. I mean, I, I just think of like the spaces you've lived through: twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Like you've through World War Two, Vietnam, through the seventies, even like you know. And then, and then into eighties, and then like today, does it seem? Um, are you worried about the country? Like just, yeah, a just bit in general. Worry, yeah. I'm worried because of the president we have. Mm. We didn't do blood in a, a president. Yeah. You know, I, I'm. I got no opinion on the the new blood, but. Yeah. Oh, you can you can, yeah share it. You can share openly. Yeah. Whatever you think. Well, I like that uh, guy from Florida. DeSantis. Uh, what's his name? Uh, DeSantis. Yeah, I like him, but you know, unless somebody better come, mm-hmm. I think Trump uh, is getting too old. Yeah. I think, but you know. Some people don't agree with me. Well, he's definitely, yeah, he's uh, getting up there in age. But oh, it yeah. seems like he has, he still has the energy and oh, yeah. his wits about him. Oh, yeah, they, they, a lot of young people don't have his energy. Yeah. I personally like him, but 
You and see. You and I both. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's just changing the president, or do you think the whole culture? Say that again. Do you think it would just changing the president is what we need, or do you think it's the whole culture? We need a new president. Okay. Yeah, I really believe that. Um. Well, how about uh, like the the yeah, like the culture of this country right now and the direction we're headed in um compared to back in, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, every, every, you know, the era that you grew up in. How much of a change do you see in that and just the way that uh people's values, what they believe in, um their morals and ethics, is that have you seen a big change in that? Oh yeah, it's a big change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I say, I hope we get a new president. Mm-hmm. We need young blood. We don't want old, dumb people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Agree with that. See, it's, it's a leadership issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what advice would you give to younger guys, um, guys, let's say, guys, teens, twenties, um, about thirties, forties, yeah, fifties? <laughs> <laughs> Help us. Uh, what, what? What advice would you give us of just living a good life, living long and good yeah. life? Yeah, go. Get, like I say, get good sleep, go to the gym, work out. Yeah. And uh, stay away from the young lady <laughs> looking for a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the best. Get proper sleep, eat right, work out, stay away from gold diggers. Yeah. Boom. Good list right there. <laughs> what I love, John, I love that it's like it's nothing new, right? It's the simple basics. It's just that you have done it for years and years and years, and you see the product of it. Yeah, you know, you're ninety, you're ninety seven, but man, I I know people in their sixties that aren't as sharp as you moving around. Like, like you, you, uh, you're a great example of that. Um. And just, you can just tell, since the moment I met you, I could tell your love for America, you know, your patriotism. The best country in the world. Amen. We got the great country, just a bad leader. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. I could not agree with you more on that one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, hopefully, you know. With election season starts next year, hopefully we'll see then. We'll hope we'll see a change. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if uh, Trump's going again. Uh, he seems like he's uh, gearing up to. Yeah, yeah, he's getting everybody getting everybody excited for it. But you never know. Politicians and politics, they none of it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, awesome, John. Thank you so much for coming over. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, it was an honor to have you on. 
Thank you. Thank you for telling your story and just thank you for setting the example for the rest of us, uh, giving us something to be inspired by and to lead up to. I mean, the fact that you're 97 years old sitting in front of us and you have more common sense and you have your wits about you than I think half the people in this country um, and the, the service that you gave to this country, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's a, it's just an absolute honor to be, be talking to you and I'm humbled. Yeah. yeah. Once a year, I go to Notre Republic to certify I'm still alive. <laughs> so they, the French government send me two check a year for my service in the Battle of uh, Metz. The Battle of Metz is the battle. Most people never heard of it. But 10,000 GI got killed on that battle. Mm -hmm. And 30,000 were wounded. The reason people got killed in that battle, it was not enough medic. You lay down, you bleed, you put your rifle upside down with your helmet on top, and you're hoping somebody's going to come and uh, stop you from bleeding, mm -hmm. but there was not enough medic. So a lot of people died uh, because of that. I, and in my memory, I always have this GI was laying down, looking at a picture of his wife and children before he died. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. Harris, I can never forget that. Yeah, I don't think that's something I would forget either if I saw that. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's awesome that you go and serve there every year for that. Let us know when you go next time. Maybe we'll go and and uh, serve too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we help with, but thank you, John. Appreciate you. Yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, if there's two words that I'd have to sum up, I mean, feel, I feel honored um, and I guess humbled, honestly, of being able to meet you and and inspired. Yeah, inspired for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Out. Out. Yeah. Are you a are you a believer of of Jesus or God or? Oh yeah, I'm a believer. Yeah, I believe as a God. As old as you are now, do you still struggle with sin? Well, do I what? Still struggle with sin. As yeah. an old man, do you still struggle? Like, I'm trying to see from the from the future, right? Like now, as a young man, I struggle with, you know, there's pornography, there's, um, there's so many things that, that are attacking men our age, you know? Yeah. Do you still deal with temptation at your age? Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. 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 I was talking to my brother. He told me he was talking to a 100-year-old. And he said, uh, you know, it, the, the only issue is you keep getting older and the women are always the same age. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like that. Because like we're all eventually going to get to an age like that. Where I can only hope so. Yeah. 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 What are your biggest fears? Yeah, what is what is your biggest fear right now at your age? Well, my issue is, uh, is uh, to stay away from this wild woman and... Uh, you know, I like to eat, sleep, work out, and stay away from this woman looking for, for a young, for a for a sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're going to uh, you go to Grand Boulevard or Grand Fitness. That's full of them right there. You're you're going to the Lions Den each time. <laughs> Good way to test yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I got some more. I know quite a few women who are 10 years, 15 years younger than me, and they all want to date me. <laughs> That's awesome. But they want to date me, and I think what they're looking for when I pass away, they get all my money. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're a stud, so yeah. you got that too. Yeah. Yeah, you... <laughs> You'd be surprised, this woman who, I had a woman, uh, she live uh, up north somewhere, and she wanted me to go to priest and uh, get, uh, <laughs> like, not a marriage, but something like that. Like a certificate? And, or uh, she figured when I pass away, she get all my money. Mm. You're like, not today. Not today, woman. Yep. I'm old, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank- I'm going to go ahead and cut. Yeah, All right. thank you so much, John. That was awesome.